another episode of Miles Moore Madness. I am CJ Moore, joined as always by Tim Miles. We're going to make him late for a flight to Chicago this morning if we do this right. Tim, how's it going? It's going great, and we're not going to make me late. We're going to hustle through this so I can catch my flight. Uh, you, you sound you sound like you're with it this morning. I uh, I'm a little fatigued. I was up till three writing a story, so uh, apologies if my energy is a little low. But I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to bring it. And I'm I'm gonna start out by uh, talking about a game I was at this week. Pretty uneventful on Tuesday night at Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, Kansas stomped Kansas State. I had no idea what I was gonna write about, and then in the final seconds. Um, Dewan Gordon stole the ball from Silvio De Sosa. Silvio swatted his shot, and chaos ensued. I ended up standing on top of a chair trying to make sense of what the heck was going. Where on. were you exactly, uh, Tim? Have you, you know? Sometimes I actually they move me around, but sometimes I sit um, at that table right by where it was it was near. But I wasn't there. I was on the opposite end, basically, um, from there. So. Uh, wasn't close, but uh, we 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 it needs like some kind of cheesy name. So what what sunflower throwdown maybe? Uh, but what well, I'm sure you've seen it by now. Um, what do you think? Do you, how would you have handled it if uh, that happens to to one of your teams? Yeah, we've been in in we've had fights before uh, at different jobs you know you have enough 24 years as a head coach and all that you have issues uh never you know to that level you know never i mean where it's just crazy uh yeah i i mean that's a hard one because it's it it, it just it, it got out of control so fast i mean uh sylvia just stands over the guy you know unnecessarily and then, I mean, as he's standing over him, the guys are off the bench. I mean, I, they're, it's like everybody was looking for trouble. And I think that's the problem is just that it wasn't kind of one of those things that, you know, was a slow brew. I mean, it was a full rolling boil uh, in no time. So, you know, like I say, Bruce, uh, I was on the air when it happened and uh, doing a Marquette St. John's game and. You know, Bruce Weber is a, you know, a great professional. Gene Taylor's his athletic director. Was my athletic director for six years at North Dakota State. He's uh he's at K State, and of course, you know, Bill Self. These guys are big time guys, so they will they will handle it well. But I mean, it's got to have some major consequences because uh, it just, uh, yeah. I mean, it was just there's no emotional control. There's no this and and you know. The picture, of course, that you know doesn't necessarily paint a thousand words because Sylvia picks up the chair and then at least drops it, you know. But uh, I think I was on the air saying, you know, uh, Kevin Kugler and I were both saying like, yeah, guy was swinging a chair, this, that, and the other thing, and and but he was certainly attacked, you know. It, it, I, not that I say it's understandable, but I'm glad he dropped the chair. Uh, but it's just uh, I can see any consequence working in this in this case is what I'm saying. Like so, I think he's getting 12 games or whatever it might be. I can see dismissal, removal. Yeah, uh, he got 12. 
Yeah, so uh, it just, again, I, I guess I was surprised that it just went to an immediate boil, you know, by both teams. It could have kind of dissolved at, at any point, but it just kept escalating. Um, you know, I wrote about after that, that I don't think it's necessarily a K-State or a KU problem. I think it's just kind of a the type of thing where the circumstances are when, you know, a kid stands over somebody like that, um, you've, you you mix in hurt feelings and adrenaline, and we're in this culture where, like, you step to me, I'm going to step back, right? And it's just kind of silliness. Um, and to, to me, that's what it, a lot of it was about, um, just just kids trying to, to, to act tough and stand their ground, right? And then, unfortunately, the way it, it went down, like at the very end of a game where the kids think it's over, so they think it's okay to – it's almost like because the game was over, they think, okay, I can run on and defend my guy. I think if that happens with 15 minutes left in the game, it's, it's maybe heated, maybe somebody kind of comes and pushes them, but I don't know that it goes to that, that level – so it was just kind of the perfect storm. I, I think I think the 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 Big Twelve, the penalties, um, you know, you can you can make them what what they are. It's kind of hard to say what's the what's the right penalty. But I thought the responses from the coaches after was was pretty good. I'll I'll be moving on. I hope I don't have to write about this too much. Well, more, but, <laughs> I, I, let me just tell you this: I've never seen a basketball player that really knew how to fight. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, they they that's, that's they're a, not. That's a good They're not point. the best. That, that's probably why nobody was actually. Yeah, injured. nobody. Yeah, look at the consequences. <laughs> I mean, uh, the you know everybody just kind of walked away fine, and so uh, basketball is a game of fashion, and and you know, and it's almost like uh, I look pretty. You know, I've got my uniform and my sleeve on my arm, and my you know headband and armband, and you know. Uh-huh. And, and now we've added tattoos, and and you know we're about. It's almost like a game of vanity. And anytime you're worried about looking that good, you're probably not a good fighter. I really, really wanted to write the story from the perspective of the stool. You know, it's, the, the, it was they use those stools for the guys who hold the cords behind the camera. So you know, I would have written something like, you know, it's, it's eventually technology will will take me away. But you know, for once, I was in the spotlight and. Yada yada yada. That that would have been more fun to me, but uh, I, I think my editors probably would have shot that down. Yeah, too soon, baby. Too soon, right? <laughs> All right. So um, basketball will be played again this weekend. Uh, Kansas will be part of the S- Big Twelve SEC Challenge on Saturday. Uh, they got Tennessee coming to town. What do you think of um? this challenge you know a lot I know a lot of big coaches I've talked to in the past aren't exactly fans of the timing Um, what do you think about dropping a non-conference game right into the middle of the conference season I don't especially like the timing I understand why why the big 12 does it of course you know and the obvious reason is we just look at those other leagues that have gone to 20 league games like the ACC the Pac-12 is going the Big 10 has done it Uh, I can see why but at the same time uh, I I don't love it in the middle, of, you know, of conference year. Just uh, probably because when I was at North Dakota State, that's when we beat Wisconsin, which is how I essentially and we got our start at NDSU is we caught them on a by by day, and it's just a different approach to the game. It's a different, you know, you you pay attention to your league, you know who's in your league. Although I got to tell you a funny story. So uh, like three. 
oh God, five years ago now, I had a kid from Kansas City on my team and a kid from uh, the Quad Cities, which is Illinois. Okay. And so I said to uh, the first kid I said from Illinois, I said, hey, Billy, how many teams are in the um, Big Ten? And he goes, well, I know it's not 10. Right, this kid from Illinois, and he goes, I think it's twelve. I said, Well, it's it's there's fourteen, you know, and he goes, oh, Okay. So then I said to the kid from Kansas City, How many schools are in the Big Twelve? And he says, Fourteen. And I said, Ten. I mean, <laughs> so you know, to say these kids are are you know you know historians of the game and and their their territory and things like that and they and they pay they're paying attention close attention to what's going on within the conference this that and the other thing we actually a long time ago to get them to pay more attention uh uh we used to um do a you pickums and so the guys had to pick all the games in the league like like not gambling but gambling you know so and then we'd have leaders each there was a leaderboard and you'd have to say okay who's going to win this game or that game and just to get him to pay attention to the standings and so you know from a so you know as you look at it i think from a fan perspective it's odd but really for those kids in the trenches i think it's just really another game and another opportunity even though it doesn't feel that way from from the consumer would you participate in the picks as well I was like the winner, I think, uh, most of the time, or at least, yeah, I, I was I was pretty good at picking those games because there was no spread. You know, you couldn't do it that way. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. One year I was one year uh, I was getting killed. Let's. Uh, and, hey, one go, year I was getting ahead. killed. So we um, we put an asterisk by one of the games that it was worth like like three times as many points, kind of like I did to you on the Clemson game that backfired. <laughs> and that's the way I got back into it. So that's yeah. that's an old trick we've been used before. Oh, uh, okay. So I wasn't the first to get, uh, you know, yeah. surprised by that. No, one. no, no. And it, and it, and I, it almost came to blows, but thank goodness the young guy settled down. Well, let's uh, let's do some picks, Timmy. Let's do it. And where are the standings? Where are the standings? Simmer down, Tim. I'm getting to it. I pulled it up this morning. I went through it. It was I bowled the correct picks. wasn't a lot of bold on my side. Three and seven last week against the Ken for me. Ooh, brutal. Bad. You went eight and two against the Timmy Miles. Impressive. Don't celebrate too much though, because all right. So you're so we're now twenty seven and twenty four for me for the year. You're twenty six and twenty five. So just a game behind me. But (laughs) it's crazy. You go eight and two against the Ken, but just picking winners. We both went five and five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can pick a winner, I guess, huh? But I can't pick a game that, you know. Yeah. How does Vegas make any money? I don't get it. <laughs> I think I, I think I get it. All right, so we have eight, eight games to pick. Uh, oh, I wanted to say, I want to say we are tied in the uh, just picking overall. So we're we're both at twenty nine, twenty five, and twenty five. So. Um, really close in both, obviously. All right, so we're going to pick some games. We got, I think, eight on the docket, if I uh, can count correctly, which I probably can't. So let's start with Marquette at Butler Friday night. Butler is a six-point favorite. Marquette is super hot. Butler is super not. Who you got? 
Butler winning and covering. Butler winning and covering. All right, so let me tilt you down for for two Bs. Uh, I think I'm going to go Marquette covers. Butler wins. That's never worked for me. That's never works for either of us, does it? All right, Wisconsin at Purdue. Michael Bellers, Wisconsin Badgers. Don't know what to make of either of these teams. Two-point favorite, Purdue. Purdue's been good at home until the Illini just crushed them. I guess I'll start with this one. Yikes. Yikes. Um, I think Purdue figures it out at at home. Purdue, Purdue. I'll take the fighting Michael Bellers. The Bellers. Whiskey just made eight. Michael, is he making a mistake? Whiskey just made 18 threes. School record against the uh, against the former fighting Mileses. Yeah, against the uh, recently deceased <laughs> fighting Mileses. The his defensive influence. Yeah, is bull. Still there. <laughs> hasn't hasn't hasn't, hasn't maybe maybe it's Hoiberg's uh, approach of not guarding uh, some guys. Did, did did anybody? Michael, I did not catch that game. Did anybody that is a non-shooter? Just Everybody go made three. Yeah, everybody made them, but yeah, I mean, Wisconsin is, I mean, very few guys get in the rotation, get on the floor who can't shoot. So, I mean, Trice, Pritzel, Reavers hit a few. Everyone was knocking them down. Look how cocky Michael Beller is. He just, I think he oh, yeah. kind of smacked good. his lips. Yeah, he's, he's feeling, feeling good. good. <laughs> Looking good. So, who would, you, who, have you, who would you have picked in that game, Michael? I would, uh, I would actually take Wisconsin. Uh, oh. Just because the Badgers have showed that they're one of the teams in the Big Ten that's gone on the road and has won some games, right? So they've got that confidence when they go away from home. Purdue has been up and down no matter where they've played, right? They look great against Michigan State at home. Uh, was that just a couple weekends ago? But then you mentioned earlier this week, Illinois goes in there and takes care of business. So if we're building up Purdue as this great home team, I would want their home bona fides to be a little bit stronger. Yeah, you're both wrong. All right, <laughs> Illinois at Michigan. Michigan three-point favorite. Who you got, Timmy? Boy, Michigan just got beat. Illinois is feeling feeling good. Uh, Illinois got like 50 paint points against them last time. Uh, I, I think Illinois keeps it going. I think the fighting Brad Underwoods win and cover. I think they just will. They'll own the paint, and I think they're going to win this game. How about that? That sends Michigan to 2-6 and six in the league. It's turning bad for, for Michigan. I mean, going to be some – I don't know. They're, they're, they're going to have some work to do to eventually get on the bubble, you think. Although, some really good wins. Creighton, Gonzaga, Iowa, you know, produce a decent win. So, so but still, like, this is a weird, weird, weird season for Michigan. I, I don't know if you can go – Six and twelve, or six and you know, let's go. Let's say they go eight and twelve in the league. Is that going to get you in? That's Beller's problem, man. That's his podcast. We need to leave the bracketology alone, and just you need to pick a winner. I got, I got Illinois winning outright, so they cover two road. That's two roadies in the Big Ten. Two roadies in the Big Ten. I was going to go that way too, but for the good of the pod, I'll go back. No, sorry, I'll go Badgers. I will go Michigan for the good of the pod. All right. Baylor at Florida. Baylor's a one-point favorite, which is you know kind of crazy considering Baylor's the number one team in the country. But 
that's life on the road in college basketball. Ken System influencing in the, there that number there. Uh, Baylor, Baylor. I'm with you, man. Baylor, Baylor. I, I just don't – it's hard to trust the other team. Yeah, they, they just – they find a way. Even when, even when they don't play great for like maybe 15, 20 minutes, they're just figuring out a way. So they always guard, and, and offensively they can just get hot in spurts, and I, I think that's probably how this one plays out. All right, Kentucky at Texas Tech. Kentucky is uh, getting four points. Texas Tech favored by four. Who you got? It's another tough one. You know what? I'm going to – I would usually say the fighting Chris Beards, but I think this – I think Kentucky, John Calipari's going there and pull the big upset. I think they I think they surprise them. I think they they do it. I'm taking Kentucky. Another road win. This is idiotic to pick this many road teams. I have not been a Texas Tech believer. At least I wasn't before the year. I kind of maybe got there a little bit a few weeks ago. But inside, I think uh, Nick Richards kind of controls this game. Texas Tech doesn't really have anybody for him. So I'm going Kentucky as well. All right, Dayton at Richmond. Dayton's a six-point favorite on the road. My turn to pick. I got screwed over by – well, not screwed over, but but Dayton at least got me the the win overall last week but not the – did not cover against SLU. Richmond's a good road team – or sorry, not a good road team. Richmond is a good team for for those who haven't caught the uh, Spiders this year. But leading scorer Blake Francis is out with a fractured sternum. They have won both games without him. But Richmond's defense – I don't think is good enough to slow down Dayton, so I am saying the Flyers cover. Pound the under. Oh, really? Pound the under? Because it's probably a huge number. I think this. I think this is. I. I, I still say this is going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I. I just two ha- good offensive teams. Oh boy, and not super great defensive teams. But but go ahead and pound that under. Yeah, what's your what? You just looking at Ken Palm, and that's your life. That's what you do. <laughs> if it's I've, red, I've, you say they're bad. If it's green, you say they're good. I've I've watched both these teams, so that's my opinion. I have. I'm not even looking at their Ken Palm pages to tell you the truth. I, I mean, I just uh, the spiders and the flyers. <laughs> I'm going uh, so a little spider. You know, just so easy to step on a spider and crush him. Uh, I'm taking Dayton to win but not cover is that what you did no i took dayton to cover too so we're different oh not looking at the page cj but uh, dayton's number one in effective field goal percentage oh defense no offense i i, I know i i i love their offense. i said I defense said... i i said pound the under because i just thought that their tempo of of richmond is usually slow if their stars out they're gonna try and muck it up even more it's hard to win on the road it's hard to win consecutive road games. Yeah, both really good shooting teams, though. Uh, so, like, like Michael yeah. So, said, what did I pick? Number one effective field goal. You, you, you picked Richmond to cover. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> Watch that game, though; could be fun. Uh, Arizona at Arizona State. Zona is a five-point favorite. I think you're up, Tim. Oh, I'm taking another road team. I can't believe this pick. I'm taking Arizona. 
yeah, I have no faith in uh, in Arizona State. So I'm I'm with you. Zona's starting to get it rolling. All right, last game, Michigan State. It's all Nico Mannion, Pace Mannion's son. <laughs> what a, what names? Michigan State at Minnesota. Sparty is a one point favorite. Are you gonna do it? Or are you gonna go another road road team? I think I'm. Am I up here? Yeah, I'm up. Oh man, I'm I'm tempted to take Michigan State here, but I'll, I'll let you keep taking uh, keep taking road teams, and I'm gonna go. I'll take the roadie. The I'll do it. The ghosts, ghosts win. You got you go Michigan State. Yeah, I mean this is the stupidest picks of all time. I'm taking <laughs> Michigan State. I mean this is just the worst setup. Well, maybe. Uh, but I'm not missing my flight. Who knows what happens? All right. What t- what time's the flight? Yeah, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here, Timmy. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks for everyone who listened. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And the beautiful thing about this is Tim has probably already signed off. So I can say pretty much whatever I want about him, and he won't even be here to defend himself. But I'm going to be nice. But I at least am going to say – my my line and he's not going to be able to tell you guys to uh apologize for me or anything like that so thanks for joining us michael you got anything to say oh michael what's happening tomorrow uh tomorrow we've got uh, a taping of bracket madness coming up so please be sure to check that out brian bennett and i'll be going over his latest uh bracket which uh, will be live on the athletic first thing tomorrow morning so check that out and you can only check that out if you are a subscriber to The Athletic, so be sure to check out theathletic.com slash milesmore. Get yourself 40% off an annual subscription. Join Matthew McConaughey on The Athletic Bandwagon. Read Brian's bracket, and then listen to us on Bracket Madness. I can't think of a better way to start your weekend than that. We, we give you this one for free because we're, uh, we're scared if, if we don't. You know, you're, you're just not even – nobody's going to listen. So to, what should we, uh, Michael, what, what, what should we do here without Tim? I, I feel like we should have a little fun, but uh, I'll, I'll probably just wrap this up. You, you got anything to say about Tim that you just always wanted to say? You know, I, whether he's here or not, we, we, can't, we can't possibly uh, know, right? We're all sitting in three different states, but uh, I, I, just think he's, I just think he's a great guy. I just want to be honest about it. I, I love hearing from this guy every single week about basketball. I hope he is still here because I want him to hear that. Uh, and so it's, it's sad that we had to rush through this one, but we're going to come back very strong next week. And I'm very happy that you get your opportunity, CJ, to give your sign off without anyone sort of dropping something else on top of it. Yeah, I, me too. Me too. I, it's, it always hurts my feelings just a little <laughs> bit. So stay efficient, America. <laughs>